and welcome to Friends and Family, the podcast where I sit down with my family and talk about friends. I'm Troy. Katie. Kenna. All right, this week we're talking about Friends Season 1, Episode 10, The One with the Monkey. Uh, this aired December 15th, 1994. It's directed by Peter Boners. <laughs> Boners. <laughs> um, and IMDb gives it a 7.9 out of 10. Whoa, that's like the lowest rating so far. Um, yeah. It, I, you might be right. It's definitely down from the last episode. Uh, so here's a summary. The friends make a no-date pact for Valentine's Day. Um, or not Valentine's. Why did I write Valentine's Day? Uh, New Year's. There we go. Um, Phoebe starts dating a scientist, and Ross gets a monkey. Um, there's some pretty good guest stars here, but we'll we'll get to that when we when we get to that. So, <clears throat> um, so we open on on uh, Monica's apartment. Um, and we're introduced to Marcel the monkey immediately. Ross says, someone I want you to meet. He comes in. He has a monkey. A monkey is on my other sock. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at you prepared. <laughs> the monkey is played by Katie the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yes, it is a female. Um, she has... Four acting credits. She was on nine episodes of Friends, The Loop, 30 Rock, and an episode of Sam and Cat. Um, She's still alive, by the way. Wow. Katie the Monkey. She's still alive and kicking. I wonder how old she is. Pretty old. In monkey Monkey, years? Monkeys have a longer lifespan. They're primates like us. I'm guessing probably 30s. Okay. Like, maybe as old as me? I don't know. Interesting. But apparently, I looked, as I was looking up Katie the monkey, um, a couple of things popped up. Uh, one is that there were two monkeys that actually played Marcel. Uh, Katie and Monkey the monkey, because someone thought they were being funny. Um, but Monkey the monkey died of cancer uh several years ago and the other thing that popped up was i guess david schwimmer uh hated this monkey hated it because he said you were you couldn't bond with the monkey um and there's an article that was written this was after like the reunion came out and and the trainer piped up and said that that was kind of a ridiculous statement because if you were going to bond with this animal and make friends with it, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to hit its mark because it would just want it to hang out with you. And cause you're its friend, it, you know, so you were not allowed to bond with it because of that. Um, and I guess that's kind of been an ongoing little bit of ongoing feud. Um, 
Matt LeBlanc says he enjoyed working with the monkey. So he liked the monkey. Didn't have a problem with it. Same with um, Jennifer Aniston. I found out her age. Yeah. She's 20. She's 20? Mm-hmm. So she was just she a baby. in her mid to late 20s. So they live to well, be around 40. It's when was that be... written, though? Oh, 2019. So she's probably in her 30s now. Yeah. Because this was 1994. Yeah. So, yeah, she must have been very young. She must have been just a little, little monkey. Little monkey. Baby monkey. I was curious. I had to look it up. Right. Um, all right. So, um, so he he explains where he got the monkey. He says that his friend, uh, Bethel rescued it (laughs) from a lab. Phoebe thinks that's very cruel. Why would any parent name their child Bethel? Which I thought was a pretty good joke. Um, and then Ross explains, you know, it's been kind of lonely since uh, oh my Carol left. I right? can't handle this anymore. Right? Oh, get over it. So they're like, well, get a roommate. And he goes, well, at some point, uh, having a roommate is pretty pathetic. So he thinks having a roommate is pathetic. But not having a monkey. Like, apparently a monkey is cool. Roommate, dumb. Monkey, cool. And it kind of just goes to show that Ross thinks that he's superior mm-hmm. to his friends. He does. In every way. Yeah. Because yeah. they all look at him like, I would rather we're have, all roommates. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather have a roommate than a monkey that might freak out and like <laughs> eat my feet in the middle of the night. But right. you never hear Phoebe go, oh, it's pathetic to have a roommate. Yeah. Or, like, look down on having a roommate, but yeah. she lives by herself right now, too. She lives with her grandma, right? Oh, yeah, she lives with her grandma so right now. she has... Never mind. So she has somebody. I guess technically, I guess technically she does, but, you know. Um, <clears throat> I just thought that was, that was funny. It's like, so, so, <laughs> a monkey's fine, roommate not. Got it. Okay, thanks, Ross. Um, so then we head to Central Perk. Uh, Phoebe's getting ready to play. She says she has 12 new songs about her mom's suicide and one about a snowman. So that's that's good. Good for, good for her. Uh, and Ross is back in a big old sweater. This episode and last episode, they're throwing him in these giant turtleneck sweaters for some reason. Giving somebody who I'm assuming is very thin at this point. Mm-hmm. In his younger days and kind of taller. Mm-hmm. Why would you do this to this man? I don't. I don't know. He like, looks weird, and he looks very uncomfortable. Yeah, like it's hard for him to act being in like this clunky, <laughs> ginormous sweater. Like he has this tiny little head and then this right? huge puffy sweater. Yeah, it's I weird. Like the sweater. Do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. It looks. It looks like something you would just lounge around the house in, right? It looks warm. Yeah. Yeah. And New York is really cold, from what I hear. That's true. I mean, in the winters, yes, but... I mean, <sighs> even just throughout, from when we've started, Ross has just been thrown in these oversized clothes. He's just in these sweaters. Um, this time it's a maroon. He and Monica are matching. They're both in maroon. There's a lot of maroon in this episode. Wow, tis the season. Tis the season. Um, So, then Joey comes in. Uh, he says he didn't get a job as Santa this year. Apparently he did last year. Now he's going to be an elf. Um, and then, uh, or helper, quote unquote. And then Rachel asks what they're doing for New Year's and everybody freaks out. Because to this group, if you don't have a date, you are nothing. 
Uh, Chandler says that there's so much pressure to find someone to kiss. So um, Chandler offers a pact. He says, no dates. It'll just be the six of them and dinner. When did this become a thing that you have to have a date on New Year's? Like you have to kiss someone on New Year's Eve. When did this become a thing? I don't, I don't know when that tradition started. I don't know when it started, but I know the meaning behind it. Do you? What is it? Mm-hmm. So it can't just be just somebody to kiss. Okay. You're supposed to be in a relationship with this person. Mm. And the kiss at midnight is so that you have another happy, healthy year mm. together. It's kind of symbolic. Okay. So it can't just be anybody to kiss. You got to love the person. Like hmm. a relationship. Yeah, it's got to be a relationship kind of thing. That's what I found on it. I'm sure there's a bunch of different theories. All right. I'm trying to think. Did I did I kiss my ex on New Year's 2017? I may not have. Was that the last mm-hmm. New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Do no. you and Josh kiss on New Year's Eve? We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the kids want to kiss after that. And <laughs> just makes it more awkward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to to making out in front of kids here in a second. Um, So, um, Phoebe starts to play. Um, It's actually kind of a a fun little song. Uh, I like her jingle bells. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Um, And a quick quick side note about Phoebe, uh, or about Lisa Kudrow playing the guitar. She had, she had never played a guitar before before friends and so if it's very very simplistic the stuff she plays which makes sense for her character but it's very basic chords it's very simple songs um and that's why because she could she couldn't play so anyway and all the all the songs she made up herself by the way those yeah those weren't written by writers though that was all her that's cute yeah um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> so she starts thinking about that. You think it's going to be about a snowman? Turns out, no, her mom was dead in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> and then it cuts to her still singing about her mom's suicide. Um, about her mom's ashes and eyelashes all being <laughs> in a jar. <laughs> I would like to point uh, something out though. Yeah. Do you notice how she just kind of makes that a part of her holiday season now because mm-hmm. that's right. when her mom committed suicide. Yeah. Chandler gets told his parents are getting divorced and won't do Thanksgiving. That's true. But Phoebe will still go along with Christmas just fine. It's true. Yeah. We know Chandler has issues. Yeah. So many issues. <laughs> just kidding. Chandler's like one of my favorites. Um so then as so then it cuts and she yeah she's playing that song everybody's depressed um and then as she continues to play there's these two guys at a table that start to talk they're talking fairly loud and she stops what she's doing stops playing to address these two guys and um hey hey noisy boys yeah <laughs> <laughs> um now the two guys uh, are played by Hank Azaria and uh, Wayne. I wasn't sure how to pronounce his name. It's P E R E, but the first E has like the little dash above it. So Pere, Pere, 
Peri, I don't know. I don't know. Wayne, P-E-R-E. So, um, Hank Azaria plays David. He was born on April 25th, 1964 in Queens, New York. He has 105 acting credits, and he's known for Free Agents, The Birdcage, Mystery Men, and The Simpsons, to which he has been on 726 episodes of The Simpsons. Who was his... Who did he... He is everybody. So, pretty much on The Simpsons, if there is a male voice, it's basically three guys. It's either Dan Castellaneta, Harry Shearer, or Hank Azaria. Okay. Yeah. Hank Azaria plays, his big characters are Moe, Chief Wiggum, Apu, until recently, Mm -hmm. Comic Book Guy, Dr. Nick, Snake, Professor Frank, uh, The Sea Captain, Wise Guy, Superintendent Chalmers, Cletus, and Kirk Van Houten. Those are like his main people that he... I like the sea captain. Me too. Um, And all the voices that I can do from The Simpsons are all these characters. All his characters. Yeah. Um, So then Max is, like I said, he's played by Wayne... Whatever his name is. Uh, He was born on March 23rd, 1965 in Louisiana. He has 141 acting credits. And he's known for Free State of Jones, the movies Free State of Jones and The Big Short. And he's still acting to this day. Um, <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> I, I, I thought this was a really funny scene. Um, I laughed a lot at this little exchange. Because she starts yelling at him and he David gets up and says, well... You know, they were discussing that David thinks that she's the most beautiful woman that he's ever seen. <laughs> and Wayne says he thinks Daryl Hannah is. And then David says, well, yeah, he liked Daryl Hannah in Splash, but not so much in Wall Street. <laughs> he thought she had a hard quality. <laughs> um, and he says, whereas Daryl Hannah is more beautiful in a more conventional way, Phoebe is luminous with a more delicate grace. Uh, and then he says, that's when you started yelling. Now, I will say, I think personally, Lisa Kudrow is a lot better looking than Daryl Hannah. I'm looking up Daryl Hannah because I don't know what she looks okay, like. Yeah, same. I don't find Daryl Hannah see. attractive. We'll do 80s. That seems to be her prime. Yeah, like Daryl Hannah Splash. or uh, she's, like, she's a very, she looks very iconic, like 80s. Yes. Like... Yeah. Okay. She's not bad looking as far as, you know, women go. I feel like they picked somebody who is similar to Phoebe. Yeah, that could be. That but could I, be. I do say Lisa Kudrow in her younger days is probably much more attractive. Yeah. She is. Yeah, yeah. I think even now Lisa Kudrow is more attractive Lisa than Daryl Hannah. Lisa Kudrow is beautiful. She I is. think she looks the best out of all three. I know that's a controversial statement, but I do. <laughs> because she's aged, they, call, they say aged gracefully. She hasn't had any work done. She doesn't try to hide it. You know, Courtney Cox and her lips just nowadays just drive yeah, me nuts. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you've got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they're like paper thin at this point. Like, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. Yeah. Then, you know, there's Jennifer Aniston and she's Jennifer Aniston. So, um, I think you're starting to see her work show I'm now. So you think she's I haven't really noticed. Very pretty. She is beautiful. Is she starting to her, really her cheeks and eyes? I think you can see it. And the cracks are starting to show a little bit. And Lisa just doesn't care. No? She just is like, 
same. She I looks like her age, Matt. but I think she looks great. She for, does for yeah. her age. She does. Um, so then we're back at Monica's. Uh, they're decorating for Christmas. Um, Rachel says that she can't believe that Davy has David hasn't kissed her yet. She says by the sixth date, Palo would name both her breasts. Mm. Nice, classy. Uh, Rachel's a classy gal. <laughs> um, Phoebe says that you know he's he's a scientist, so he's very methodical. Um, <laughs> and this. Phoebe was really good in this episode. I thought she was really funny because she, she says, he says, have you ever seen an officer and a gentleman? He goes, yeah. It's like, he's like the guy I saw that with. She's so, she, she's just so pure in this yeah. first couple seasons. Yeah. It's just, I love it. Yeah. I really like that joke. I thought that was really good. Um, uh, again, there's a lot of maroon in this episode. Uh, really quick, talk about her or their uh, Christmas clothes that they're wearing here. Um, Chandler is wearing a maroon sweater vest with a snow tie. Mm-hmm. Well, the snow kind of comes down to a point, and then there's like a elf or Santa there at the bottom. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Ross is wearing a dark green undershirt with a long sleeve button down that's unbuttoned, but... It has like snowflakes on it. Interesting. It's it's weird. Like it's something I would wear, but it's weird. Um, <laughs> I'd wear it. I'd wear however. it. Um, Monica is wearing a red sweater, another oversized sweater with like snowflakes on it. Um, and then Rachel is just in a big green sweater and tights, basically. Uh, and then Phoebe is wearing this kind of decorated sweater vest with big gold buttons and a long red uh, uh, blouse underneath. So that's their that's their Christmas looks. Um, so Phoebe continues on like she says that she wants to like spend all this time with David, and she says you know special occasions. Then Chandler's like, oh, she wants to break the pact. She's like, yeah, can I? And like Chandler's like, yeah, he, he already asked Janice. So, yeah. So we're going to get more Janice here in this episode. Um, that's when Joey comes in. He's dressed as an elf. And he says, sorry, I'm late. What are these? What is he late for? Were they doing like a Christmas Party? I don't, even then, they're just like decorating. Like they're not doing anything. Well, then yeah, but it is at Monica's the... house. It's at Monica's house. Right. They're decorating. Monica definitely set a time. So maybe she said, "You have to be here at three to help decorate." Yep. Right. Interesting. This okay. timeline confuses me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, Chandler <laughs> wants to really make fun of Joey. Says too many jokes. Joey's like, check out this the the shoes, and he has little. Jingle bells on his shoes. Um, so then, uh, okay. So Marcel is also there still again, and he starts throwing spatulas and stuff around, and and uh, Monica's you know is tired of having him here, um. And she asked if, or she asked if he always has to bring him here. And uh, Ross says, "Well, you know, 
I didn't want to leave him alone. We had our first fight. I said some things. He threw some feces. Which I know that's a monkey thing, but I don't know if capuchin monkeys do that. I didn't look it up. Like, I know chimps do I it. Say, I think that's more of a chimp yeah. thing. I think it's... Gorillas might do it. I, I don't know. I think it's an all monkey thing. Is it's, it? It's like a form of insulting. Hmm. Interesting. Or does they, they don't have anything else to throw, so might as well, you know... Yeah. Poop into your hand and throw that, you know? <laughs> um... So then, he says that because he's been working late, so Chandler offers to, if he is working late, to go over to his place and kind of, you know, check in on him and, and everything. Um, so then, we're at a generic lab that David and Phoebe are at. Uh, and David is showing Phoebe, there's just like a bunch of random equations on a, on a whiteboard. I'm sure they mean nothing. Um, and David is, I really focus in on the clothes this episode. So David is wearing this really big oversized button down again, unbuttoned and a Marvin, the Martian t-shirt. Cause you know, he's a nerd. Saw that. So, yep. you know, yep. Um, also they could do that cause it was Warner brothers. So they wouldn't have to pay rights. Uh, but again, this is something I would wear like David's look here. I would wear that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Phoebe asked if he's ever planning on kissing her ever. And something that's always bothered me is the way he writes. Yes. On the whiteboard. It's the way he holds the marker. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's like he's holding it in his hand and then... <laughs> I, I never noticed that, but how hard would it be to write that way? He does. He yeah, does. he's holding it like... Because he has to has to cheat out for the camera so the camera can see him. But instead of holding it like a person, he like holds it in his fist with the... Yeah, point pointed out and writing it that way. Mm -hmm. it, it was weird. weird. It's like yeah, I saw angel. it, but it just didn't click that that was like mm -hmm. a normal... Like not a normal thing yeah. to write that way. Um, so yeah, he writes, yes. Um, but then he, he says, you know, he wanted to be this phenomenal kiss, this phenomenal moment. And at this point it's been so long, even though I think it's only been like a week, a week, if that, yeah. um, he said at this point, I just got to sweep everything off this table and throw you on it. Um, the, which Phoebe's like, she's up for that. Uh, but he says that he's not really a, a sweeping sort of fella. I love David. Me yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so Phoebe says that he is, and so he starts to, but then he's like, well, moves his laptop. It's like, oh, this is very, very expensive. <laughs> then he grabs the microscope. Oh, this was a gift. And Phoebe's like, oh, now you're just tidying up. So he <laughs> swoops everything off, lays her down, and starts making out. And then there's this weird zoom in to this electric. generic electric thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's to show the electricity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's like, okay, it's a lab. So let's put like lab things in here. Like there's some microphone, microphone, microwave that has like radioactive symbols on it. And like these, these electrical poles are just talking about, you could buy it like Spencer's gifts. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. You know those atoms that are up in the corner? 
like mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what those that those were atoms. I thought they were like giant tomatoes. And I'm like, why oh. do they have tomatoes in a lab? <laughs> then it clicked. I'm like, oh wait, they're atoms. Right, right. <laughs> um, I've I've been in a few labs. Like when I worked maintenance at a place, like I had to like clean labs and stuff. This is ridiculous. Like this, I don't know. I know it's it's, it's you know it's TV and it's supposed to be, you know, this is this is. This is a laboratory, but it it's it's ridiculous. Um so <clears throat> we're back at Central Park. Um and uh Monica says that she's invited Fun Bobby to New Year's. This is the first we've heard of Fun Bobby, right? He hasn't been in another episode. No, not yet. Okay. Nope, nope. Okay. Just making sure. Um <laughs> It's still showing that Rachel's a crappy waitress. She has Joey's coffee, and Joey says, oh, there's no room for milk. So she just drinks part of his coffee and says, there you go. But then he continues to drink it. Yeah. He doesn't get, you know, he's like, whatever. Well, you know, We're they're friends. Germs, it's fine. Whatever. Um, which that reminds me of something growing up your guys' mom always said to me, which was, we're family, so we have the same germs. She still says that. She still says that? day, yeah. I don't think that's a thing. We have the same DNA with the same germs. That's fine. Yeah. I don't think that's how science works, but whatever. Yeah, she still says it. Okay. All right. Um, so Ross finds out that five of them um, now have dates because Paolo apparently is catching an early earlier flight from Italy. And then Joey met a single mom at the grocery store. And he says, what's an elf to do? Um, <clears throat> so Ross, again, he's upset and complaining. And Monica's like, what's wrong? Oh, it's Marcel. You know, he's depressed, dragging his hands around. And, and that's when Chandler's like, really? We had such a good time when I was with him. Like that juggling thing he does. And Ross's like, what? What what juggling thing? It's like, you know, you get the balled up socks and a melon. <laughs> which just goes to show you how terrible of a person Ross is, because even the monkey doesn't right? like it. Yeah. yeah. How he just complains about Carol nonstop. Probably. Like, hey, listen, Marcel, she's a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Marcel's like, you know, <laughs> I could entertain this guy. Like, I know things. I know how to juggle, but I'm not doing it for this putz. Um, so, uh, uh, Max enters and asks Phoebe if he knows where David is. Um, or, or, or Phoebe goes, uh, Max, do you know everybody? And he just looks around and goes, no. And just continues on. I've done that. Like, that is something I, I do. Very nice. Very nice. Like if I'm meeting somebody's family or something, or, you know, be like, you know, everybody would be like, no. Anyway, and keep talking to him. It's like, I don't want to learn all their names, meet people. No. Um, so, have, yeah. Sorry, I have a story about that. Yeah. When the husband and I were still dating, I went to a Christmas party, and his dad, between his brothers and sisters, there's like 11 of them. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, this is so and so and so and so and so and so. And then they expect you to remember their names. It's mm-hmm. like, there's 11 kids. 
with their own kids. Yeah. And even their kids sometimes have kids. Like, I cannot remember, <sighs> like, 40 people's names. No. In no. one night. Like, I just met you guys. Yeah. Like. Well, even that's the same on the other side with our family, with people that, that we've brought in. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't keep everybody straight. No. And whose kid belongs to who? No, I just say hi, and I, I'm just like, okay, if they want to talk to me, they will. If not, yeah. we'll yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, um, he says that, Max says that he got the grant and that he and David are heading to Minsk, which is in Russia. And apparently there was, I was looking on IMDB and there's some geography history nerds are like, um, actually, uh, Minsk at this time was not part of Russia, blah, 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 blah. He's <laughs> sound like the comic book guy going back yeah. to that. It's funny. <laughs> yes, that is my go-to nerd voice. <laughs> um, so we're back at the lab, and uh, Phoebe comes in and is like, "Oh, I've, I've heard you. I heard you goes up to David. Like, I've heard you're going to Minsk, and uh, it's very exciting." And Max says, "Yes, it would be if we were going." But uh, apparently David wants to stay and make out with his girlfriend, which I can appreciate. I get it. I get it. Um, and if you notice with, with David, apparently it's supposed to be the, you know, a different day. He's still wearing that Martian, uh, Marvin the Martian shirt. I will say. They just threw another shirt over it. I think it's a guy thing. Yeah. You just wear the same clothes. Yeah, that's true. Because what's the point of going shopping i do have like five shirts that i just kind of rotate through four of them are the same ninja turtle shirt there you go. just different ninja turtles not to out Jaden, but do you know what he said to me yesterday i know i'm not wearing my picture clothes i'm like that's tomorrow i don't know why you think you gotta have them on today <laughs> he just wanted to make sure it was like the right look he's like so what do you think right i right. don't know <laughs> oh he's so funny um so I, I bet what happened was they filmed all of Hank Azaria's stuff all at the same time. So they probably filmed the one lab scene at one point and then this one next. And they, they didn't want to like switch his wardrobe around. So just like, ah, throw on a different shirt. That makes sense. Yeah. Different overshirt. It's all fine. Right. I bet that's what happened. Um. <clears throat> Uh, but you know, there's, there's this other thing where guys that are really smart that are like genius level, they don't spend a lot of time thinking about clothes like Albert Einstein, you know, basically wore the same thing every day. Steve jobs wore the same thing every day. That's just another decision. Basically they don't want to have to make. And so they basically wear the same thing every day. So it kind of fits, kind of fits the character. Makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so after Max leaves, Phoebe asks, you know, are you actually staying? And, and Dave is like, I don't know. He says, you, you, you decide for me. And, um, after some, you know, back and forth, she goes, you know, we should stay. And, uh, that's when they start making out again. He sweeps off all of Max's stuff onto the floor. Uh, they start making out again. You get another zoom in to the whiteboard this time. And if you notice, it still says yes on the, on the whiteboard. I noticed, but I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this. Like they're almost making it like they've been together for 
a few months. Yeah, or like several years or something. Like, it's like you know, what? it's been. You a... have a chance to progress your mm-hmm. career further. You've only been with this woman for like a couple weeks. Yeah, if that at this point, right? Yeah, and if something doesn't work out down the line, and you end up breaking up, you just threw away. Yeah, all your hard work, sure, and that chance for nothing. Yeah, that's what bugs me about this. I don't like it. I think it's unfair of Phoebe to ask him to stay, too. I think it was unfair of David to ask her to make that decision in the first place. It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, this whole thing. I mean, you're right. It. it he's known, <clears throat> like you were saying, known her probably. At max two At max. Uh, two, yeah, two mm-hmm. weeks. Two weeks. Um. However, I can see it from the other side because that was about how long I knew the GF before I knew, you know, she was my person and that I'd, you know, fall in love with her. So it can happen, but it can happen, but you weren't going anywhere. I was not. I was not going to Minsk. So no. let's say that you had <laughs> like a voice acting job come up in cool. a completely different state. Awesome. You've known her for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You have to go. And this is your new location. Would you take her with you or does she? I'm assuming she works. She well, does. Yeah, I, I, well, I haven't yeah. met, met her. <laughs> You've never met her? Really? Nope. Not to say I wouldn't like to. I would like to, but the opportunity hmm. has not come up. But then let's say that you do stay and you go, okay, I really love this girl. I'm staying. This is what I want. And then it turns out, nope, this isn't going to work. And I just threw away my chance. Right. Right. I will say this. I did have a plan. And it's funny you bring up voice acting. Because I did have a plan that when I I was going to work at Winco at the time. I was going to be there for, for two years. And then when I turned, I just said, when I turned 30, however old I was, I don't remember. 35. I'm, yeah, that, that adds up. Sir, 34, 35, whatever it was. I said, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go to California. I'm going to see what happens. And right as I was build myself up to do that, there she was. <laughs> so I did kind of, in a way, do that. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, I did stay with her and for her. See, I've made that choice, but I had already been with Jaden for a couple of years. Right. Because I wanted to go to school in Washington, mm-hmm. and I was just going to go. Well, he told everybody else except me that he was going to go with me. Mm-hmm. So I just decided that I wasn't going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not interesting enough. <laughs> Husband and I have never had to make that kind of decision. No, you just knew what you wanted. Yep. Yeah. Well, good for you. <laughs> Congratulations. Um. I hope this is. I hope that revelation isn't a shock to her. Cause I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Oh. Maybe. Well, I can't remember. We could always cut it out. It's got nothing to do with the show. That's true. <laughs> it's just kind of a tangent. Um. So. We're back at Monica's. They're having a party. Uh New Year's Eve party. Uh Chandler is with Janice again. 
Um, and I've, I've said in, in episodes in the past, I'm not going to go over guest stars again if they've already appeared. So we've already talked about Janice. Um, and Joey's date shows up with her kids. What did Joey expect was going to happen? You know? Single mom. Single mom. I, I mean, think maybe. He assumed babysitter. Babysitter. Maybe grandma. Right, right. But I, it wouldn't. It shouldn't have been a surprise that she shows up with her kids. Like, if you date a, 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 a single mom, like, it's, it's going to happen. I think it's more surprising that she agreed and brought her kids. Yeah, yeah. Probably knowing it was going to be an adult. Mm-hmm. An adult party. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol. And- well, this woman has very yeah. little morals. More so issues, issues that we'll get to later, but. So, speaking of this woman, uh, Sandy, she was played by Sarah McDonald. She was born on September 16th. <clears throat> there was no year given. Um, in New York, she has 18 acting credits, and she's known for The Blacklist, uh, Weird Science, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and Murder on the Cape. <clears throat> so she hasn't acted a lot over the years, but she is still acting. She gets the occasional job here and there. Um, all right. So, uh, Rostin shows up with Marcel, of course, and uh, Monica says that that thing is not coming in here, which Ross says that thing. If I brought my new girlfriend in, would you call it that thing? And Monica says, "Well, I don't think your new girlfriend <laughs> would pee on my coffee coffee table." Which, you know, you never know. That's not a definite. <laughs> she might. Um, and then uh, Roz goes on, you know, say Marcel is, he's more embarrassed about that than anyone. And the fact that he comes back in here like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ross is just the worst. Anyway. He is the worst. Uh, so then Rachel shows up. It's kind of a big, re- big reveal. Rachel shows up. She looks terrible. Uh, her clothes are all trash. She has a fat lip. Her side of her face is all scuffed up and bruised. Uh, and she says that she got into a woman. Got. <laughs> well, that would make for an interesting <laughs> storyline. She got into a fight with a woman at the airport. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> I'm sorry. My fan fiction came out there for a second. <laughs> Since when do you write smut? <laughs> oh, goodness. Question is, when haven't I? There you go. Okay. Um... The best. Uh, yeah, she says she got into a fight with a woman at, at uh airport in a cab. The woman pulled her out by her hair, started, started blowing her attack whistle, um, <laughs> knocked her down, knocked her head on the curb, cut her lip on her whistle. Yeah, and that's one thing that Jennifer Aniston at, at Rachel is really good at is these kind of moments to where she's she's just like. She's kind of all over the place. Yeah. She's really good at that. Um, 
So then, uh, then we cut to Sandy is talking to Joey and she says that was the first time she ever mentally undressed an elf in front of her kids, in front of her kids right there. Let's talk about this mentally undressing topic. Okay. Have you ever done that? No. Right? <laughs> That's the loudest no. <laughs> Very <ever>. emphatic. <laughs> now. I don't like people. Okay. I mean, that's. In any capacity. I don't like you. I don't like people. I am trying not to look at you as much as possible. Right. Yeah. I, I don't understand that term mentally undressing somebody. Like, if I see someone I'm attracted to, I might think. I would like to see them without clothes. That'd be nice. But I'm not like mentally doing it myself while I'm looking at it. That seems a little rapey. It does seem a little rapey. Right? Yeah. Seems a little sexual assault-ish in my in my in my mind. But no, anyway, yeah, it's, I don't, it's I a don't weird like saying. That. No. Yeah. No, it's a weird saying. Um, but yes, in front of her kids, uh Joey then goes in for a kiss and notices the kids and then, you know, stops it. Sandy was game for it. She didn't have a problem with it. This is what I like about Joey. He has his boundaries. He has, he, everybody he has morals. Bag, he has he's, morals. He's not. Yes. Um, you're right. He's not. Joey actually is the only friend we never see drunk in the entire run in the show. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We never see him drunk. Um, now, however, Joey, if you are going to date a single mom, or mom with kids, from experience, you need to get over that. <laughs> You're just going to have to kiss in front of the kids occasionally. We kiss in front of our kids and they laugh. Yeah. They think yeah. it's hilarious. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's different. As a child of divorce, which mm -hmm. I know you can relate to. And a granddaughter of divorce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's an ick there. It me. is. You're it's right. Slightly, at least at first, you're like, "Whoa, yeah. what you doing?" Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, at first, it's weird. But as where your kids have never seen you or Josh with anybody else except you and Josh. Very true. It's Very just kind of silly to them. Yeah. Right. But right, I think right. kids that little. They don't know Joey mm -hmm. at all. They don't know the house that they're in, which this has probably happened to them before. I think probably I think uncomfortable. Yeah. Because this wasn't supposed to be like a relationship. Right. Very clearly. Right. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 skeevy all around. Put it that way. Um <clears throat> so then Ross is once again complaining. About Marcel, that Marcel's not spending time with him. Um, you know, he, he's talking to Chandler. That's when Janice comes over and she has a camera. And uh, <laughs> she she says, hey, Ross, take pictures of us. Um, and <laughs> uh, poor Chandler. Um, I really fixated on Janice's dress. Really? Mm-hmm. It's very New Year's Eve, like New York New Year's Eve. I feel Eve. like it's really eighties, like 
Like hmm. from something that you would see in like an 80s teen magazine. I actually didn't notice. It's pink and poofy and... Mm, okay. Kind of like a Barbie dress. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> so this is when uh, Fun Bobby arrives, quote unquote, Fun Bobby. And he is played by Vincent Van Tresca, uh, who was born on April 29th. 1966 in Indianapolis, Indiana. He has 81 acting credits, and he's known for the Invisible Man TV series, uh, Romy Michelle's High School Reunion with Lisa Kudrow, ironically enough. Hmm. Um, t- the TV series Prey and Mammoth. So he hasn't had like an A-list career per se. No, not really. But he he still works every now and again. He's still out there. He's not my favorite character. That Fun comes Bobby. Onto the show. No, no, me neither. Um, so he comes in and uh, he he's a little distraught, and uh, his grandfather. He says his grandfather passed away and he couldn't get a flight out, so he goes to a party he was invited to. Why in the world would you do this? Just go home. Go yeah, back to your apartment. Do that. Go home. Yeah, just call her. Say hey. Family emergency. This is what happened. This is what happened. Yeah. I am in no mood to mm-hmm. be partying and be around people. I just need to be alone. Yeah. Or stay at the airport and see if you can get another flight or, you know. On standby. Yeah. Going go to the party. Mm. Um, uh, Ross is still taking pictures of Chanis. Chanis? Chica. That's their celebrity I name. Love it. Chanis. 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 Chan- I'm just going to say that. Um, and this is when uh, Chandler decides to break up with her. Uh, I liked her line that she says that she's, he's going to run out of, eventually, he's going to run around of chances with her. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, and then Ross is still taking pictures and Chandler has to take the camera. Give me the thing, he says. <laughs> um, so then uh, we now see David and Phoebe. Uh, David's feeding her popcorn out of this big old bowl, which I've never fed a partner food. I've never done that. It's The most that I've done is if they're driving. Right. So, like, okay. if Jaden is driving and he's like, oh, hey, can I have a fry? I'll just, mm-hmm. there you go. Right, right, Or, like, right. oh, can I have a stick of gum? There you go. Because right. I don't want to die in a car crash. That's just me. Or if sense. we're at a restaurant and they're like, I want to try this. Mm. Oh, I just, I get but it he... on my fork and then I hand them my fork. Yeah. Yeah. I do that, too. Um. So, Max comes over and calls Phoebe Yoko, which. I never got that until now. Right. Yeah, because I really, for the most part, couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. Because it's really quick. Mm-hmm. I get it now. Which, as we could go into whether or not Yoko broke up the Beatles, but that's... It's that's, a whole big thing. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, and he uh, tells David that he has decided that he's going to go to Russia without him. And that's when, you know, kind of hits David like, oh, really? Like, you know, you're, you're serious, actually, actually doing this. Um, so then Phoebe kind of sees that this bothers David. So she 
pulls him into um is that Monica's room or Rachel's room at this point? Rachel's. Was Rachel, Rachel's room. Rachel's room. Okay. But it used to be her room, so it's like meh. Right, right. Um So that's when she tells uh David she says you're you're going you're going to Minsk. And I I liked how in this room there was like it was it was serious like mood lighting. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like two these two lamps on the on the on the wall and that was it and it was like dark and yeah. Um <clears throat> and Phoebe basically role plays them breaking up. Uh which again was actually really it was it was a very sweet scene. It was tender. Yeah, it's a nice scene. But there again she has him tell her that he loves her. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Tell me which, that you love me. Which can happen. Let but I. It was months before Josh and I said that to each other. Yeah. When we were dating. Yeah. Months. I like can't remember. Five or six months before we said that. Like, I remember saying it, but I don't remember how long. Yeah. It was, it was, it was. A week. A week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a little more in the week, maybe a week and a half, but it was. I could see it in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> was did like, she oh say it God. right back, or did yes, she say? Yes, she did. Thanks. <laughs> I will say, I sent it in a text. No, no, I so did. did Josh. Josh did that too. Jaden made me tell him that I did first. <laughs> but here's why. Here's why, though. Okay, I was working at Winco again. Right, we had gone out a few times. I couldn't stop thinking about her. Oh. I'm like this woman is my my soulmate. Uh, this is it, and I and I had to. I was stalking stuff. I'm like, I just, I have to tell her. I have to tell her. So I ran into the bathroom, pull out my phone, and I said, you know, some of the effect of I don't know how you're gonna take this, but I can't stop thinking about you. I love you. And so the whole time I was like nervous, like what's she gonna say? What's she gonna say? And I checked my phone. I felt the vibrations. Check my phone. She says, oh, you know, I felt the same way. I love you, too. I'm like, <sighs> okay. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. See, now, I had told Jaden that I had never said it first before. And so he goes, okay, then you're going to say it first. <laughs> and I went, okay. Right. Right now. <laughs> not, not right now when you feel it. You're, you're, a, you're a true romantic, Kenna. Oh, yeah. And then later, he saw that I wanted to say it and just said, just say it. Mm-hmm. And I had to whisper. I couldn't even say it out loud. I had to whisper it. The concept of love makes you uncomfy? The concept of people makes me uncomfy. Oh. Uh, the way Josh said it, he was like, I have to tell you something. I'm like, oh, he's gonna, he's done. He's gonna right. leave me. He just has the way of putting things that makes you uneasy. Mm-hmm. I do that like, too. On edge, and I'm like, it's like, look, we need Gosh. to talk. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. say that to Jaden on a regular basis, and he gets upset. <laughs> My anxiety was through mm-hmm. the roof. Oh, yeah. gosh. <sighs> Our partners are lucky to have us. <laughs> they really are. They really are. <laughs> he could probably do better, but let's not tell him that. Um, so... Uh, there's a very a sweet little scene where Joey is tucking in Sandy's kids. They're asleep on, on the couch or the chairs and he's putting a blanket over them. Um, which again goes to that whole thing where people think Joey's like this womanizer dirtbag, and he's, 
He's not. Like he's, he's a sweet he's, guy. He's a sweet guy. Um. So <laughs> Chandler's trying to get a woman to kiss him by telling him the peacock of the zoo story. Uh, he's like, then the peacock bit me. He's like, please kiss me at midnight, and she runs away. Um. So then, uh, sorry, I lost my place here. Uh, oh, Joey comes over to him and asks, you know, have you seen <laughs> seen Sandy? Apparently, Sandy is in Monica's room with Max getting it on. Why do people, why? I think it's, again, the 90s. It's a 90s thing. You just hook up in some random person's bedroom? I like, couldn't do that. No, that's gross. This is someone else's sheets. Yeah. Who knows what's going on in there? Yeah. And if Monica knew, she'd lose her mind. <laughs> That is so gross. Then you'd have to like strip your shit. I'm like, what is this? And then just have to strip everything. Yeah. And then new mattress. Then you have nothing to sleep on. And these two like don't even know each other. They don't even not even know each other, but they barely know anybody at the party. It's, it's like disgusting. they're completely removed. They're mm-hmm. like strangers in a strange place. Gross. Yeah. Uh, but Sandy's uh, she sounds like a like a catch. Horrible person. <laughs> um. So, uh, at the end of the night, you know, it turns out none of them have dates. They're all down and, and depressed. Everybody's having a good time except for them. Um, and then that's when Chandler pipes up. He's like, there's three guys, three girls. Mama. Mama. And uh, Rachel can't kiss anybody. Uh, Phoebe doesn't want to. She's too depressed. So, Monica says, so she's kissing everybody. and. And it was Joey, actually. He's like, no, you can't kiss Ross. That's your brother. Again, got the weird brother-sister joke. Um, so then Chandler starts being Chandler and says, somebody kiss me, somebody kiss me. And uh, it's funny because you see Ross getting ready to take the picture. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of funny. Also, isn't that Janice's camera? Yes. She left without her camera. She knew that he'd call her again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. That's how she got back. Cause that she left it there and was gonna call like I left my camera. Can I come pick it up? Ah. Yep. Josh will say I did that with my scrunchies and my bobby pins <laughs> when I used to spend the night there. <laughs> um. So then uh, Joey just ends up kissing Chandler, um, and Ross takes a picture at that exact moment, and then we get the end credits. Ross again complaining about Marcel. It's it's the it's the plot that will never die nope. in this episode. Nope. Um he's saying that he doesn't have to spend the whole night with him, but he can check in. Anyway. And uh you think that because he says, you know, it's hard to love someone that doesn't love you back. And that's when he turns to Rachel and he thinks he's going to have this moment. And Rachel says, you know, I, I think that, I think that woman, because we're trying to be clean here on this podcast. <laughs> I think that woman cracked my tooth. Anyway, not that that was just kind of a funny um, juxtaposition there. Uh, okay. And that's pretty much it. That's episode, that's episode 10. The one with the monkey. Who's the best and the worst. I the think worst is Ross. Ross again. Again. Right? Joey wins best, right? Mm-hmm. For taking care of kids he mm-hmm. didn't know. Yep. 
Yeah, I'll say Joey on that one too. Yeah, I would agree with that. Ross, once again, congratulations. I'm telling you, it's just going to be Ross, Ross, <laughs> Ross after this now. Yeah. Um, I think I think we'll have a couple Chandlers in there eventually. And oh, yeah. Maybe a Rachel or two, but it's going to be it's going to be Ross across the board, I'm pretty Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get a Phoebe as, as worst friend. I can't think of an episode where Phoebe was the worst friend. I think Joey's going to end up winning the most tallies you think? for best friend. Yeah. If he, yeah, Phoebe or Joey for sure. One of those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, well, there you go. Thanks for listening. If you did, uh, if you like the podcast, make sure to uh, give us a like. Subscribe to us, share us around, um, write a review on uh, iTunes. Um, a five-star review would be perfection. I'm going to start saying that now. I love it. Uh, that's another t-shirt I should have. Yes. Five stars would be perfection. I love it. Um, and uh, make sure to tune in next week for the next episode. But until then, remember, we'll be there for you because you're there for us too.